We're about to go live to far north Queensland, beautiful Townsville, and the coach of the year, but one of your former teammates and a premiership winner as well. Yeah, it certainly is. The big hombre, as uh, yeah. Rabs Warren described him when he scored that try in the 2005 grand final. Uh, as you said, Steve, we'll put our hands together. And yes. I know you love a standing ass, so I'll get up also, but for uh, the coach of the year in 2022, Todd Payton, welcome to the show. Morning. How are we? Mate, we are fantastic. What a year you had, mate. Uh, I guess most of the so-called experts were putting the Cowboys at least down in the bottom four teams in the competition. But uh, uh, what a year it's been for you guys. And, um, you know, some outstanding performances from the players, um, the way that they have, I guess, grown and become such a strong team. Yeah, really proud of the fact um, you know, of the team that we became, certainly it was a lot of, on the back of a lot of hard work. Um, we got some talented players, and we played some really, really good footy. Um, and you know, they didn't have us in the bottom four; they had us at wooden spooners, mate. So the so-called experts, but um, we worked really hard. Um, I knew halfway through the season that we were a really good team, and the players started to believe it on the back of that. Um, we just fell short in the end, and. Um, hopefully that drives us on to work hard again this off-season period. Todd, I, I love some of the stories that the players shared. So Scotty Drinkwater's in your team from Terrigal, so grew up just down the road from where we are this morning. And I heard Chad Townsend on Triple M a couple of weeks ago, and I love that he spoke about the pre-season and there was a barbecue at your place where the whiteboard came out and pretty much the spine were invited. And they spoke about what they wanted to achieve and some of the plays they're going to run in 2022. Can you pick up the story there? Yeah, oh, look, we just, we've got all the, you know, the key on-field drivers to come around to my place and we just had a bit of a barbecue and talk about all things football, really, um, their thoughts and where they wanted to take the team. Um, I have some strong beliefs on the way that we should be playing football, but in the end, it's the players that need to go out the, on the field and execute that. And um, you know, it was all our spine players, you know, hooker, fullback, half of five eight, um, young and old. So they all had their, you know, their two cents worth, and um, we formulated a game plan or an attacking style off the back of that. Um, in the end, um, you know, they're the guys out there driving the bus, so to speak, and it, and it worked. The impact uh, Chad Townsend had on the uh, the club and the side was pretty significant, and uh, when you combine that with Tom Dearden and his contribution, you know, I feel that he basically took his game to another level um, this year, and um, I, I think initially when he came into grade at the Broncos there, um, he wasn't well. He was uncertain as to what his role was and how to play it. But to have someone like uh, Chad Townsend there playing that role and managing the game, obviously allowed him to, um, I guess, play the way he did this year. And then add to that, Scotty Drinkwater and what he's able to provide for you guys. Um, I know he played five eight last year and a bit of fullback. And um, again, I think that ability for him just to play that ad lib role and um, that's where he's at his best. Um, that those three players there were really significant in, um, I guess, creating those opportunities for you in attack. Yeah, Chad, Chad had a great effect on us as a club and you know, on and off the pitch. 
really experienced guy. When we first sat down and talked with him about the prospect of coming to our club, um, Chad really understood his game, what worked for him. Um, he was an out-and-out professional, and what he's provided us on the park is absolute clarity. You know, he's a game manager, he's a really good communicator, um, and then around that, that, people just fell into place. You know, whether it's down his right edge, he was a really good educator for Jeremiah um, Nanai, who's, you know, limited games of experience, and then our middle forwards, they just, they just love knowing what he wanted from them and where they needed to be. And then off the back of that, he took the pressure off Scotty Drinkwater and he took the pressure off Tommy Deere so they could just play to their natural game, which Tommy's, Tommy's natural strength is to run the ball. And Scotty didn't have to worry about, you know, setting up plays and what parts of the field we needed to get to. And, you know, didn't have to worry too much about what needed to be done on last play because Chad had orchestrated that throughout the whole set and um, you know that's the, the impact he had for us on the field and then off the park he just worked really hard on our connection as a group um, you know he thinks about life and uh, football a little bit differently than most he's got his own uh, YouTube channel he's got his own beer company they're just starting a uh, a clothing range, a golf clothing range, him, Val, and, and Drinky. And, you know, the best part for me as a coach, what I enjoyed about coaching our lads, is how much fun they were having away from footy as much as we were having fun, you know, on the training pitch. So, um, you know, it showed in the way that we played footy. Hey, Todd, I just want to say congratulations on your speech, too, at the Dally M's. I love that. Well done, mate, on, on winning Coach of the Year. I, I just want to go back to your old club momentarily because I was there doing the presentation on probably one of your best days as a coach where you led the West Tigers to a thumping win over the Canberra Raiders on grand final day in the NYC's, uh, the youth competition. And you just wonder about the West Tigers because... You won a grand final with them at senior level. You coached their juniors to a grand final. And that day I thought, wow, the West Tigers are on the right track here with all these sensational juniors. And then you fast forward a decade and they've had one of their toughest years on record, no doubt about it. What are your thoughts about your former club? Oh, look, it's disappointing just to watch the struggles that they've had. Um, you know, it's a big part of my life and that club will always be a part of me. Um, yeah, look, it's, it's a difficult one. Um, I've got my head firmly focused in what we're doing as a club, so whatever happens outside our club, I'm not too fussed. But as a former player and how much that place means to me, I'd love for them to get it right. Um, I'm optimistic around what they've done with Tim and Bench. Um, you know, the, the, the most positive thing I see about Tim taking over is that he'll make long-term decisions around development and He's not going to be swayed by results. And he'll be able to give Benji, who's a really smart football person, the ability to grow and develop and find his own style um, and help him be able to generate a football program. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed. I'm really optimistic that they can get it right. Yeah, great answer. Time, and that's... It's how I thought you'd answer it, and uh, all class, isn't he? And we oh. spoke earlier, Buttes, about Matt Simon, about sitting alongside, alongside someone in the dressing room. 
Todd Payton would be that guy, wouldn't he? Oh, Todd 100%. Payton and John Scandalis? Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, he had a stellar career. You know, you think about the, the clubs that he played with, uh, some 13, 14 seasons in the NRL at the top level and 259 games. Uh, Todd, I, I'm just curious about what 2023 looks like for the Cowboys. Um, I would imagine that there doesn't need to be a hell of a lot of adjustments, but from a roster point of view, have there been any uh, changes? And I guess when you look at, uh, you know, some of the players that have come through, Cotter, uh, Nanai, uh, Valentine Holmes was in outstanding form, uh, Luciano Leilua, and of course, you know, Tamalola, who, you know, he's a big part of what the Cowboys are all about. But um, is there much to change in terms of where you guys are at? And I guess it's just maybe a little bit of moulding and shaping. So from a roster point of view, we've only got two guys that won't be here next year, and that's Hammersale and, and Tommy Gilbert. Uh, Hammersale yep. is looking for an opportunity to play fullback. Um, and Tommy Gilbert, he made some family decisions, um, you know, which made him decide to go to uh, the Dolphins, you know, and he was making the decision for the right reasons, which I admired about the kid. Um, so we've got some stability moving forward. We've got three spots left. We're talking to some players currently who have got some first-grade experience. Um, we're not a club at the moment. I think we can go and try and sign players that haven't played first-grade. That's a little bit of a risk for mine and where our group's development's at. Um, we have some players currently in our squad that we're trying to sign as well, like Reese Robson, um, George McLean, needs to get done for another 12 months. We're close to that. Jeremiah and I, again, we're looking to, to secure him. So those things are still moving along in the background. Um, from a football point of view, we take took taking some strong leaps forward, but there are still parts of our game that we can improve. Um, we are too clean at the ruck. Uh, we have a young squad, and they're very literal with the referee, and they don't understand the little techniques latent tackles that can squeeze just, you know, might be half a second or a second out of mm. each tackle and, you know, you can move three or four metres in half a second and, you know, you get your, your line set and we can defend and make smart decisions off the back of that. So, you know, just pushing the boundaries in, in that part of our game will help us improve. Um, we need to stay focused on the things that got us to here, you know, competing on kicks, um, whether we're defending or attacking Yeah, that means more runs at Castle Hill during the off-season. Uh, hey, Butte, I'm glad. I know you've got another question for Todd, but I'm glad he mentioned about Tom Gilbert. I, I think that was one of the stories of the year. So he's a Brisbane boy through and through. I think he's got a twin brother, and Todd mentioned about family reasons, and him making his Origin debut in front of his family and friends was one of the great moments, I thought, when yeah. Queensland won the Origin Series this year. You better. And, you know, I look at that, Todd, and you, and you look at you know the likes of Tom Gilbert, Ruben Cotter, um, that have just excelled. Murray Talungi. Murray Talungi. You know, the, the, some of these guys in the, on the Australian side, mate, that must, as a coach, that must give you a lot of, a sense of pride, a, a sense of achievement in terms of being able to take these young kids from where they were and, and see them progress as quickly as they have. Yeah, I've had some, you know, 
great moments watching those players grow and develop on and off the park and you know it's a, a great reflection on our club through that origin period we had 10 players involved in the respective squads we should have had six players play George McLean got injured and we had five debutants and they all did themselves proud and you know the Queensland guys in particular Tommy Dearden when he ran out in that third origin and he smiled and that moment soaking it all up. I was really proud and really happy as a kid from where he started when he got here to where he is now and he, and he got involved and set up that first try for Val and had a couple of beers under the belt and um, yeah, got a little bit emotional. It was a good time. Really proud yeah. of the quality of hey. the kids that we got. The uh, Todd, just really one hard. more. Yeah. Uh, sorry, mate. Sorry to interrupt. Just one more very quick one. I remember the late, great Steve Folkes, if you asked him his thoughts on the grand final, there's a fair chance if Canterbury weren't in it, he wouldn't even watch. So, did you see last week? If so, what were your thoughts of Penrith going back-to-back in 2022? I watched it. Um, I didn't have the TV on at any stage up until kickoff uh, because... That hurt too much just watching the pre-game and the, the, the stuff from Cara and Penrith through the week. Um, about the game, I thought it's probably the best 60 minutes I've seen from a football team in a long, long time. Well, Penrith mm. just physically uh, dominant and just relentless in the pressure that they applied, and it was yeah, it was it was impressive. It was impressive and. Um, I admire what Ivan has done with that club and the order that they're, they're in and something that we're aspiring to, to do up here um, get our pathway system right with the league heartland and you know rugby league is so uh, important to people in Townsville and in our footprint so we want to work hard and get to where Penrith are at yeah, I think I think the job what Ivan has done is suddenly set a benchmark for all clubs to aspire to and try to, to try to get to because yeah. and that's to win gonna, everything. For you. That's not going to be easy. That's not going to be easy. Toddy, every single grade. Yeah, hundred percent. Toddy, I appreciate your time, mate. It's been fantastic, Toddy. Congratulations on the award this year. Very, very well deserved, mate. And uh, we wish you all the very best for twenty twenty three. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Take it easy. Thanks, buddy.